Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. We're down the beach, it's howling a gale, it's cold. Welcome to winter in January. Need I say more? <laughs> it's such a hilarious transitional phase in the global expectation of what goes on in life. We've got COVID locking us in, not going to work anymore. We've got injections becoming compulsory in Melbourne. So you can't go to a cafe without showing your double vac certificate. Uh, police sort of almost police state environment. We've got people walking around Sydney, COVID positive, sharing the load. We've got corporations scrambling to uh, reinvent supply chain operations, consulting firms whose books are overflowing. I heard yesterday one of the global consulting firms has increased their staff by 200,000 consultants in the last six months. Golly me, imagine the HR department work, getting that all on board, interviewing and what have you. Of course, supply chain, it's a mess. Ships can't sail, truck drivers are off the road and the weather is screwing with it too. <clears throat> Resources are limited. China is, and some of the other countries have bottled up resource supply, so the lithium and what have you has gone nuts. It's, uh, it's incredible to watch the world change, and it's incredible to see how some people refuse to go along with it. There's a TV show for kids called Happy Feet. It's worth watching right now to see how the attitude of one little penguin can influence the world and the attitude of a whole bunch of stalwarts saying things can't change and we've just got to muscle through it. It's a great little reminder in a joyful, fun, musical way of how important it is to look for new ways of being, new ways of living, new ways of operating, new ways of leading, new ways of understanding people and their dynamics. The word mental health has become such a ridiculous cliche. Mental health. Who in the world do you know has mental health? Only a dead person. Everybody's struggling. Everybody always struggled, whether it's a war or a family or a, a divorce or Weight Watchers or job seeking or income or aspiration. Everybody struggles and they call this struggle now mental health problem. It's not. Life goes up, life goes down, shit happens. We have to be able to adapt, just like the penguins, to deal with it. It's not going to get less. If you have the aspiration to go, oh, I'm looking forward to the world getting back to how it was. That aspiration is a problem in itself. Mental health, or let's say mental disruption is the new normal. But we need to skill up. Just like Happy Feet danced instead of singing, 
we need to skill up on how to handle continuous and invasive disruptive change. And I think if you can't handle continuous personal business disruptive change, you're going to be one of those people like in Happy Feet standing on the mountain going, I don't want things to be any different than they were. We've just got to be, 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 and trust in God, which is the message that the old folk standing on the mountain were calling out. Whereas we were given all the powers we ever need for life. We were given everything we need at the date of our birth nothing's missing just changes in form and we have an opportunity here to sing a different song to stand and dance in a different way <clears throat> and to bring a different mindset which we've all been given ample opportunity to embrace through the generations of books that have stood the test of time I think if you read a book that's been about self-help or self-development that's been written in the last 20 years, you're probably reading a trend. And trends, uh, when the world is disrupted, uh, are one way, and when the world isn't disrupted, go the opposite way. And I think most corporate teachings are very trendy. They're very so-called how to handle today's issues almost as if it's a generic answer for handling issues forever. The key to handling a piece of funk in your life, which we now call a mental health problem, the key to handling funk in your life is not just mental. You know from the inner wealth work, you know it already, that there are six things that, ev that evolve us. And they are tied together, in, in, inextricably tied together with a piece of string. Yes, the way we think, what we judge, our beliefs, which is ultimately our ego, is primal. It's number one. But if we shift to ego, we don't shift our dietary and health routine on a daily basis when we eat, how we eat, what we eat, when we exercise, when we don't exercise, when we walk, when we talk, when we sit still, when we stand up, our desk layout, the way we sit, stand, posture, if we don't yoga life, if you want to call it that or something, we don't get out differently. Then ego shift is temporary. The third thing is if we don't change the environment, the clothes we wear, the undies we've got, the way we clean, the way we maintain, the way we decorate, the way we present, the way we th associate with the environment around us, with dream boards that are continuously evolving and adapting, then the ego goes back to where it was because environment drives ego more than any other thing in the world. Priorities is the fourth, which means 
we lower our self-worth when we work on low priorities. And priorities, in times when supply chain is shifting, priorities are shifting. That's our just at work. When COVID comes into our home, the priorities of our home, our values at home shift. Now, all of this shift is easy as long as we have a totem, an anchor, an appetite to live our purpose, to live our values. And we satisfy our home values, we satisfy the work values by satisfying our own values and they link the two and we find a happy feet. The third, fourth, fifth one is our vision. Becoming a goal-driven or a goal-digger or a goal-aspirational person is really critical because otherwise it's called aimless living. And that's going to be the focus of my coaching for the next month is avoiding the low-hanging fruit of life, meaning avoiding aimlessness, which is a an ability to just go with the, the, the loudest wheel and give attention to the thing that's annoying us most rather than to stay true to our vision, our values. And to understand the translation of a vision, which is an aim, into a primary aim for the next period of time, next month, next year becoming an aimful person. I think that's a new word for the dictionary, along with unfuckwithable. And finally, self-talk. You're in your head, talking to yourself, dealing with challenge, dealing with life, dealing with rejection. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And mental health, isn't about responding to rejection or acceptance or success or failure. It's not about that. Mental health is about self-talk and having the ability to ramp up your self-talk when shit goes down and sustain it when there's no shit to worry about. Six things, six steps, six daily exercises. I call it the power hour. It's not an hour. It, it, it takes 30 days to learn how to do it all. It takes 30 minutes to apply it all every single day for the rest of your life. And really, it's not about responding and reacting to the world. It's about maintaining a, 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 a fixed and committed uh, addiction to the adaptation process to evolving to staying relevant in the world working on yourself and if you're not working on yourself in all six areas of life you're deluding yourself and that's not right changing your mind reading books thinking oh I'm a better person from knowing something that's not right the ego is still in place it's probably just got reinforced with new knowledge the six steps 
I've given it to you. I teach it in 30 days. The six steps are how you stay in a state of whatever you want to call it, mental health or mental ill health. But you know that the you that you knew yesterday is not the you that you know today. And you adapt and rather than whinge and complain and moan and groan, you find a way to tell a different story every day. 